Welcome to Singled In, a gathering place for single members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in their 30s and 40s, also known as mid-singles. I'm Lindsay. And I am Oliver. And you are listening to a very special Halloween episode on Singled In. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Thunder, lightning, bats. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about dating horror stories, but I feel like we should just check in first. Yes. It's been like a bit since it's just been you and me, Oliver. It has, yeah. How are you feeling? I'm doing good. How are you? How are, yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm enjoying the podcast. I feel like we had a lot of more intense episodes this past month. And, mm-hmm. I agree. But I also feel like it's been good stuff and we have like some really fun ones coming up as well. We do, yeah. So, yeah, podcast is going well. It's always nice to have like a nice light-hearted uh-huh. episode in between the serious ones yeah and like you said we did have like a serious episode here and there uh-huh. and this one is like a fun one where we could like have fun and talk about these dating horror stories mm-hmm. and find the humor in it. yeah so this is the first listener input episode we've done but i want to do more we talked today about maybe doing a wildest testimony meeting experience one and i think yes. it could be good because we all have those stories oh yes fast and <laughs> testimony meetings in an lds church are always entertaining yeah like when i was a kid i thought they were boring but now as an adult because uh-huh. maybe as a kid you're like not really paying attention because For you're sure. hungry and like you want to eat yeah and there's boring adults get bearing boring uh-huh. testimonies but now like as an adult and you listen to these mm-hmm. testimonies it's like oh my gosh i can't believe they said that also, just they're especially fun in the mid singles wards, and this has not just been true for the Vegas mid singles ward, but also the Provo ward I was in and others, mm-hmm. where there's just some characters. And yeah, I was about to share stories, but we'll save it. We'll yes, save we'll it. save those for a later <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe some other ones too that are like maybe not serious, but just like tips or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like people share their tips for something like tips for getting through the holidays as a single or i don't know yeah. something like that but yeah we'll have i to do think about it yeah i do like that okay well before we dive in the stories what are you gonna be for halloween Ooh. okay so i ordered i'm all about dinosaurs like i love yes i love dinosaurs i support that <laughs> thank you i, appreciate I love that. dinosaurs and so I figured, hey, I've never been a dinosaur for Halloween before. Uh-huh. So I went to Amazon and ordered me a dinosaur onesie, yeah. which hopefully fits. And if it does, I'm going to be so excited because yeah. I'm going to be a, a Dilophosaurus <laughs> for That's Halloween. That's incredible. Very specific. Right? It was it was the one Halloween costume that I found on the website where I was like, oh, I actually like that one. Like, I'll do that okay, one. Okay, okay. It was like quality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, of course, I also work for the school district, and so when you work for a school district, your teachers that you work with want to do, like, a group costume. Uh-huh. So now i got to find, like, another costume to go with this theme, with the group oh, costume. So what's the theme? The theme is uh, Minions. Okay. And so I volunteered to be Gru. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I have to plan for that costume. Can you figure out how to have like the nose <laughs> and the pointy shoes? Oh, I, I have I have the outfit like, oh. because it's like church attire basically. But yeah, oh. I gotta 
I gotta figure out the rest. But like also the skinny little legs and like the really brown <laughs> belly. I love it so much. Now um, what about you? What are you gonna be for Halloween I this year? I don't even know. And I love Halloween so much. So yes. like every year come like July, I'm like, okay, what am I gonna be? Like, what are we doing? Let's get organized, order things online. And like my whole family's like this too. My brother will be tell his family because my siblings will always do like group costumes with their families. Mm. Um, like their kids and their spouse and so he'll tell his family like okay it's august like i need to know by august 30th what you're gonna be so we can order it from china or wherever we're getting this stuff yes. and like put it together <laughs> the good quality costumes. yeah yeah yes. <laughs> but this year i don't know i am going to like a murder mystery party that's 60s themed oh. so i do have some fun stuff for that that my boyfriend and i put together oh those are fun yeah I will yeah. say, last year you dressed up as Yzma from Emperor's oh, New Groove. Oh, yeah. Group, I'm proud of I, that one. I loved it so much, yeah. and I was so bummed that we didn't get like a group together to dress up as the other characters. Because we talked about it. We did. Uh, we yeah. just didn't follow through. We didn't have I any know. follow through. That's the thing with yeah, Halloween costumes is like so many missed opportunities. Right. <laughs> it's just a lot of regret. <laughs> Do you have like an all-time favorite costume you've done that you're super proud of? Oh. More than more than once, I've dressed uh-huh. as the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's such a good one. Just because, like, it, it, it's a fun, easy costume. Yeah. That Classic. and, like, a Hogwarts character. Okay, yeah. Or, or, like, a Hogwarts student. Okay, if you could be any Hogwarts character, what would it be? Or are you always, like, a generic student? Oh, I'm just, like, a generic Ravenclaw yeah, student. Yeah, I do that, too. Ravenclaw. Yeah, <laughs> Gotta for represent. sure. Yeah, I get that. Ravenclaw's probably the coolest house. Yeah. Obviously. Have you ever done a, a repeat of a Halloween costume? A repeat? No, because I never keep stuff. I'm I'm just like a Marie Kondo. I haven't even like read Marie Kondo or watched her, <laughs> but that's me. Like I just love getting rid of things. Yeah. So that costume gave you joy in that moment. Yeah. But now it's time now to it's over. now it's time to depart. Yeah. I'm also like a nomad. <laughs> I move like every two years probably. So I yeah. Get, yep, I'm I just like de-junking all the time, which I love. I look at like people's big houses just around town or whatever, and I'm like just thinking about all the junk that's in their house that right. they've accumulated over decades or whatever. <laughs> that they'll eventually have to pack up and move. Yeah, yes. yeah. Or like when they die, their kids will. I don't know. <laughs> that's morbid, <laughs> but I guess it's Halloween, so. Right. And speaking of morbid, I mean, we're going to mm-hmm. share terrible, awkward, excruciating dating stories, which yeah. everyone has experienced in their life. Yes. Especially in the church, just because, you know, dating is such a big conduit to marriage Mm -hmm. and so i cannot wait to like share these stories some of them were hilarious others were a bit too cringy for us so we're gonna skip those ones (laughs) but all in all like we are so grateful for for our listeners and for our audience and for like your willingness to submit these stories to us and we cannot wait to share them with you and obviously we're going to share our own horror dating Mm -hmm, stories because mm -hmm. you know why wouldn't we it's our podcast yeah i mean definitely when you're single into your like 30s or 40s uh you you build up some good ones over time (laughs) you get a lot of good ones i I bet yeah (laughs) so oliver do you have one from your life Ooh, i'm going first sure (laughs) oh okay okay so i have i was thinking about this all day today and one like automatically came to mind and then there's another one that happened recently that like it was just i, I so I'll, I'll i'll share i'll share both of those stories just because okay. in my mind they like stick out to yeah me the most. yeah i probably have more than one as well <laughs> it's fine so all right here we go first horror dating story on our episode 
Uh, I was in high school. Okay. Cue the the creepy music, the flashback music. So this is when I was back in high school, and the, there was this new girl who had just come to our school. Uh-huh. Member of the church, I, I knew I knew that much, and so my friends and I were like, "Hey, we should include her in our friend group because she's a member and she's new. She doesn't have any friends. Okay, we should do like a group date." And so I volunteered to be her date. Yeah. So we set up this big, like, group date. Um, my buddies and I, I think we carpooled. And so we went to her house to pick her up. Uh-huh. Um, and she she was, like, a super, you know, nice lady. And so I go to the door. Gentlemen, like, don't, don't wait in your car and honk. You have to get out and knock <laughs> on the door. I'll say that right now. Uh, so I get out, knock on the door, she opens it, and she lets me in, and she's, like, introduced me to her family, at least her family that's there in the house, right? And she introduced me to her dad, and her dad's, like, sitting, like, in his little sofa, couch, whatever you want to call it, recliner. Yeah. In the corner of the room, and he, like, waves at me, and like, I, like, wave at everyone, and so we eventually leave the house and get in the car, and right off the bat... My date says, yeah, that went better than I expected. And I was like, oh, well, what do you mean? And she says, well, usually when I go on dates with guys, my dad has, like, a shovel in his hand. Oh. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, you know, because you know how, like, sometimes dads have, like, shotguns or, like, mm-hmm. guns because they want to scare their date. Usually my dad has a shovel. And so that was, like, her first comment on our date. Okay. And so I was like, okay, that was kind of funny, right? Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, we go, and, like, the the rest of the day is, like, fine until we decided that we're going to, like, because, you know, we live in Vegas. There's Mm -hmm. desert plots everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, kind of in the spooky mood, so we decided we were going to tell ghost uh, ghost stories. Mm -hmm. So we, like, drive out into, like, this empty desert lot, and we're all taking turns telling scary stories, and it's her turn to tell Mm -hmm. a scary story. And she does not have, like, a quiet, like, scary voice. Mm-hmm. She's, like, <laughs> she's, like, loud and, like, trying to, like, tell us this scary story. And I remember by the time she, like, finished her story, I was, like, that was A, not scary. And B, I was irritated the whole time because of your loud voice. Oh, it's just, like, grating. <laughs> yes. And so, and of course, I didn't say that to her because, you know, you got to be nice on the date. <laughs> yeah. And, Good job. <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you. And then somewhere in between like the date was coming to an end and we were like driving the girls back home and of course i was sitting next to mine because my buddy was driving the car and like out of nowhere she like kissed me on the cheek oh like not (laughs) once but like twice oh and in my head right so like that does come off as like kind of like sweet Uh but in my head i was like irritated with her because Uh she wasn't a great storyteller she told me how her dad was like (laughs) didn't have a shovel in his hand when i came to pick her up and so, like, her, like, giving me these kisses that I didn't ask for was, like, it was so, I was irritated. Like, I was so irritated by the end of the night. Took her home, and I remember thinking, like, well, not going on a second date with that one. <laughs> and okay. we did hang out for a bit afterwards, but, like, we just slowly lost contact. And I don't know what she's up to now, but, yeah, like, when I think of awkward dates, that's the one that always... It does sound really awkward. Yes. Like, okay. especially, like, when you're a high schooler. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. And just, like, the unwelcome physical contact yes. when you're not like <laughs> already like nuzzling up to right. each other or if whatever the mood's not there and you like sneak a kiss it's like whoa yeah who do you think you are yeah yeah that's funny i'm trying to think if i've ever like someone tried to kiss me and i wasn't expecting it or <laughs> and you were insulted by it i don't know if yeah 
I'm usually pretty guarded, so, like, if I want someone to kiss me, like, I have to, like, make a lot of effort to, like, make, <laughs> make it known. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh. So should I tell my second one, or should we ha- tell have you tell yours and then come back to me? Yeah, I'll tell one. So this one, yeah, it was one of my, like, worst dates. It was just kind of funny. Um, I was, like, maybe a freshman or sophomore in college, mm-hmm. and it was a guy that lived in, like, my apartment complex that came and asked me out for this group date. I think his roommate was dating my roommate or something fun like that. We were all friends. And I was kind of excited about the date. He was, like, kind of cute and sweet or whatever. And we all went to this dance on campus. Um, and it was fun. We all had a good time. And we were all super, like, dehydrated and sweaty or whatever after. Mm-hmm. So we go to this grocery store and get a, um, to get, like, some drink, like, fun drinks or something like that. And Powerade was on sale, and so we bought, like, a ton of Powerade. And so we were, like, oh, and I think the guys also bought, like, lawn chairs that were on sale or something. And so we just, like, sit in the parking lot of the grocery store, Macy's. It's a chain in Provo. That's a grocery chain. And I remember, yeah, I remember the details. And the guys decided it would be fun to, like, chug, like, have a Powerade chugging contest. And so they all, like, chug this Powerade. And then, like, with any, like, most things you chug, like there's like repercussions and so (laughs) just like the gallon challenge with milk or something and so after like a minute or two they all start throwing up and they're all just like vomiting all over the parking lot of this (laughs) like grocery store parking lot and And it's probably different colors like different like multicolored. i don't know it was like night but yeah it wasn't like pleasant and so that would like definitely like um gave me the ick factor and we did not go out again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no that sounds so awful yeah oh gosh was there okay so was there ever a day that you were on and like the guy said something that was like so awkward or so inappropriate yeah all the time i think i've blocked a lot of those <laughs> for your mental well-being yeah yeah so many times though and i know i wasn't good about like speaking up when i was younger mm-hmm. about being like that was rude, or that was gross, or I didn't appreciate that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that but, just because yeah. you were like, it was your first day, and you're nervous, yeah. and you wanted to like put on a good impression? Yeah, and sometimes it's like someone you're like a little bit interested in, so then you're like, oh, yeah. oh, you're like a, I don't know, <laughs> like you're just not what I expected, <laughs> or whatever. But then also I was like a people pleaser, and I think there's like a theme in some of these stories where it's like. I think when you're young, like, you put up with a lot that you should not put up with. Like, you don't have to say yes to every person, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, you're and absolutely And you learn to get better right. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. That is totally a theme that I, like, see in these stories where they're like, this happened, but I, I chose to ignore it. And then it, like, gets worse from there. Yeah, yeah. That is totally a theme. And I think, For like, sure. as high schoolers, like, when you're a teenager, that's why like, uh-huh. you start dating. Yeah. And so you're excited. And so you, like, don't want to mess up. And so, like you said, I think there are some things that you do let slide yeah because like you want to keep going on dates yeah and then by the time you're an adult you're like you're like okay enough is enough like i'm not standing for that anymore yeah did you have another story oh i do (laughs) (laughs) always (laughs) okay so so one thing that is in common with my two stories is that these dates happened before i came out Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so i don't have like any awkward same-sex stories not yet. yet anyway yeah <laughs> so these are both pre me coming out so uh when i was still attending the young single adult ward 
there was this girl that I met. We were in the same singles ward. Uh-huh. And she was fairly new to the ward as well. And we were supposed to go on a group date. But my date canceled and her date canceled. Okay. And so we decided to go on a date together. Oh, okay. That was our first date. So, okay. like, we weren't necessarily each other's dates to yeah. begin with, but we became each other's date. Okay. And the first date went really well. Like, we had a really good time. And then afterwards, after that date, we had, like, other air quote dates because we she didn't call them dates we just like got together and hung out yeah because in my mind i thought we were friends like in my mind i thought we're going to like hang out and like go see this movie or go see this show yeah whereas i think in her mind she was thinking oh yeah this is like our third or fourth date uh, Whereas in my head, I was like, yeah, we've hung out a couple of times. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Be- because yeah. she was more interested. Exactly. She mm. was more interested than I was, and I was unaware of that. <laughs> so the awkward date that we had was our last date. She told me that she had this gift card that she wanted to use before it expired. Uh-huh. And so she invited me to dinner, and I was yeah. like, yeah, sweet. Like, you know, a free dinner. Of course I'll go with you. Yeah. So we go to this restaurant, and... She is a dental hygienist. Yeah. And she was telling me during dinner, she was telling me a story about how one of her professors did a study on how cavities are contagious. Like uh-huh. you could give cavities to another person. Uh-huh. Oh. And, and in my head, I was like, oh, that's like kind of interesting. And she, yeah. and she goes, yeah, isn't it? And then she looks at me and she asks me, so do you have any cavities? Oh. <laughs> and in my, in my mind, I was like... Oh, she's worried about us like sharing the salad and the soup because oh. like we ordered we or, we ordered one of each. You didn't like, see her like no. little eyebrows. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't make the connection then and there. And so I said to her, "Well, if you're if you're worried about like, you know, we can avoid this worry just like you have as much as the salad as you want and then have as much as the soup as you want and then I'll like finish I'll finish like what you don't the rest that you don't finish yeah and she looked at me and she was like never mind and as soon as she said that i knew that she was like irritated that i didn't like get what she was saying and then a couple minutes later i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) i understand now and so like when she made that comment i was like on high alert from there on out Mm. so like the the meal ends and mind you i'm not interested so now i'm in i'm in this awkward situation where i have to be like okay how do I tell her without, like, making this more awkward? Yeah. So the dinner ends. We go out to the parking lot, and she tells me that, you know, she's going up to Utah this weekend or that weekend. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, have a safe trip or whatever. Uh-huh. And she's, like, taking her time in the parking lot. Like, I thought she was in a rush, but she's, uh-huh. like, lingering. And uh-huh. she pulls out her chapstick, and she's putting, like, a fresh coat of lip balm <laughs> on her lips. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I know what she's thinking. <laughs> and so I, like, give her a quick hug and, you know... She goes, she gets into her car, I get into my car, and I drive away. And I'm thinking, okay, whew, like, that, that's it. Like, I avoided the awkwardness. Oh, no. So I go home. This is around, like, Christmas time. It's, it's December. Here we go. So I go home, and I'm talking to my roommate about, like, this kind of awkward date that I had with this girl. I get a text from her. Uh-huh. And the text says, hey, I was just driving around the neighborhood looking at Christmas lights, and I just happened to drive into your neighborhood. Uh-huh. Would it be okay if I, like, like came... Came over. Yeah, came over. <laughs> we just had dinner together. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, how am I going to respond to this? Like, I don't want to, like, continue leading her on. And so yeah. I'm talking to my roommate about how to respond to this text. 
the doorbell rings. Oh. I didn't even have a chance to, like, respond. Okay. She's already, like, at my door. Yeah. So I open the door, and she's there. And so, like, my roommate, like, bless him, but also curse him, because he retreated. He went upstairs. Okay. Left me alone with her. And so I, like, welcome her in, and she's, like, you know, lingering, and she's, like, taking, like, her time. And so yeah. I'm, like, trying to, like escort her out of the house which i finally do and i give her another hug and she's walking down the driveway or or the sidewalk and she turns around and she looks at me and she goes just so you know uh, i i am i'm interested i'm interested in you oh like i like you and i was like okay and she says you're like so and yeah pretty, pretty much like okay and and she says so now that you know like the ball is in your court so I looked at her and like nodded my head and I said, duly noted, have a good night. And I closed the door. Oh no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she goes to, she goes to her, her weekend trip up to Utah. She comes back that following FHE. I like, I had to tell her like, Hey, listen, I'm not, I know that you like me, but I am like not. Yeah. I'm not into oh, you. Oh, that's the worst So it was just, yes, yeah. it was just the whole, that whole evening was awkward, and, like, it, it was made even more awkward when I had to tell her, like, that following FHE, like, hey, uh-huh. sorry, I'm not interested. And she, like, she, she took it, like, you know, in her stride. I knew she, yeah. like, was upset about it, but, yeah. <laughs> that's, like, my... That's my second, like, awkward story when I had to tell someone, yeah. like, yeah, you know, thanks, no thanks. That makes me think, like, obviously, if you'd been into her, that would be a great date. You know what I mean? Right. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's yes. like... Yes. Had the chemistry been there, it would yeah. have been, like, a very romantic, like, you know, swoon-worthy <laughs> date, but it was not. That reminds me of that <laughs> saying that says, the difference between creepy and romantic is how it's received. Yes. Yeah, and it's so true. <laughs> yes. And, like, if one person is into it and the other person is not, it's like, well, okay, this yeah. was fun, but not really. <laughs> Oh, man. Are all your bad date stories just girls show- showing, like, interest in you and <laughs> you're not uh, those, interested in or trying to put the moves on you? <laughs> those are the only ones that I can, like, that come to my mind. Those are the ones that, like, that, yeah. uh, that instinctively, like, get pulled up first. Yeah. I could see that being kind of traumatic when it turns out you're not right. actually into girls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And mind you, I've I've been on, like, okay dates with guys, but yeah. it hasn't gotten, like, awkward yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when that does happen, I'll... I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, please. We'll do a round two. I'm sure we can do a round two. Well, my other one, it happened on dates, but the funny thing about it is it happened twice to me with two different guys. And so what happened on first dates each time? So the thing that happened was I'd be on a date with this guy and um, they would somehow mention in the conversation that they were a cancer survivor. Hmm. And so then me just, I don't know, maybe that's an appropriate question to ask, maybe not, would say, oh, what kind of cancer did you have? And each time they said, I had testicular cancer. And that's when I learned out they had only one testicle. Oh. <laughs> Twice this has happened to me on first dates. With two different With guys. With two different guys. What? And I did not learn from the first experience. <laughs> I was just like, oh, what kind of cancer did you have? <laughs> oh, my god. Which gosh. is just kind of an awkward conversation for the first date. But <laughs> So, how long... How long of a t- of a time span was it between those two dates? A few years, yeah. Oh my gosh, you have like the worst luck, I guess. Oh my gosh. So that was just kind of like TMI, especially when it's like someone you don't know very well. You're right. Like, okay. Testicular cancer. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do some stories. Um, uh, all right. Yes. Okay. Let's see. 
I actually have one here I can read. All right, sweet. And, of course, we're not going to, like, mention anyone's names. This is all, yeah. you know. Um... Okay, this one says, This might not be a horror story, but I was walking through a park on a second date with a guy. Out of the blue, he reaches up into a pine tree, picks a pine cone, and begins to eat it. I was quite surprised and asked if he had ever eaten a pine cone before. He said no. He just wondered what it would taste like. His teeth were full of pine cone remnants that he just couldn't get rid of for the rest of the date. That's the worst part. It's just like, <laughs> I hate having things in my teeth or like feeling like, ugh. And she, uh, this person says, I now carry flossers in my car because you never know when you'll need them. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now because of, her, of, of that one date, she has floss flossers yeah. in her car that's the one staple that she needs to have in her car because of a terrible day i just love the idea of picking a pine cone and eating it oh no <laughs> like who who does that anyway maybe he's just feeling adventurous okay let's see so I'll, I'll go next this one says there was one time i went on a double date with one of my mission companions and his fiance at the time we decided to get gelato and explore lake las vegas it was everyone's first time uh, there, and in less than 20 minutes, my date disappeared and was last seen talking on her phone while we were getting gelato. I ended up being a third wheel with the other couple for that date until my date finally reappeared 45 minutes later. Come to find out, she was talking to a high school friend the whole time they were on that date. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's just rude. That's that's beyond rude. Like I can understand being like a little bit checked out, like a little quiet quitting on the date yeah. sort of thing when you're just not into it. But yeah, have, have you been on a date where the where your date was like on his phone the whole time? Uh, maybe like more texting and just feeling a little bit like he's not listening to my what I'm saying or whatever. Yeah, but not not like actual like ditching me. Yeah. Gotcha. But texting, yeah, that's kind of like a a date no no as well. Okay, I'll do one. This one's actually my sister-in-law, so I appreciate it. Um, she said, I went on a few dates with my brother's friend. Mistake number one right there. <laughs> he invited me to his apartment for lunch and disappeared into his room. He came out shirtless and then talked ex extensively about his chest waxing that happened earlier that day. <laughs> Next day, he pulled up the CK online, Calvin Klein, and asked me to tell him which pants would look best on him. He finished off the afternoon with some general relationship questions about my dating history and asked for ideas to help him turn his habit of non-committal physical relationships into more substantial and meaningful ones. Face oh. palm. <laughs> oh, boy. Love it. So the she narcissist. Had, yeah, so yeah. she had a date with a narcissist who helped picked out pants for him. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I remember saying that guy was a model, so he just, like, yeah. Oh, that makes my sense. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so everyone says they want to date a model. No. Well, now you know what it's like when you date a model. <laughs> Apparently. You're going to be playing uh, dress-up. <laughs> so a guy picked me up without telling me uh, his plans for the date. I was wearing a long sleeve shirt and a light jacket, assuming we would be indoors. Turned out we were going ice skating in another city a long drive away, and he wanted to walk around the city. I told him from the moment he picked me up that I didn't want to walk around downtown or go ice skating because I was getting over painful tendonitis in one foot. That and she's not wearing appropriate yeah. outdoor clothing, right? Also, it was snowing and it took him a long time, so she didn't think it was a good idea to, to drive. He begged and begged and drove me to walk downtown anyway and to go ice skating, even though I relented. 
When we got there, it was snowing so hard that he actually gave me a trash bag from his trunk <laughs> to help cover up and keep warm. Oh, no. Because I guess he didn't have a blanket or anything. A trash bag will do, I guess. Oh. <laughs> I was freezing, had no hat or gloves. I was in so much pain oh. and limping because of her tinnitus. Oh. I wasn't wearing boots or socks because of the tendonitis. He insisted we skate and walk around in the snow. It was awful, my feet were soaked, and they were sore, and I felt like I had no other choice but to follow him around until he decided he was ready to drive me home, because he was the guy who drove. I was in another city without a car. During this whole saga, the snow got so intense that two to six feet fell, and it took four hours to drive home. Oh my gosh. He could tell that I was mad. Um, I I said very little to him. Uh, She doesn't even remember his face or his name. All that she remembers is the stench of his roommate's dirty laundry. No. Because that was, his roommate's dirty laundry was in the trunk with the trash bag that he gave her to wear. (laughs) That's so miserable. Oh my god. Just so many parts of that. I hate being cold. I hate being like uncomfortable. Right. And then the four hours of someone you don't want to be with. Oh my goodness. Honestly, if I were here, I would have, right, I would have canceled that date. Like, if you have tendonitis, like, wouldn't you have canceled that? Well, it sounds like she was kind of tricked into it. Yeah. I mean, she had <laughs> she had expectations to have, like, an indoor date. So, like, very little movement, very right. little walking around. Just assuming, yeah, this this yeah. guy would, you know, Right. Meanwhile, this guy had, oh my goodness. Uh, okay, I'll read this one. He says, I met a beautiful woman online. She was flirty and fun. We decided to meet for a first date. She was a little late, but she was really attractive, so I thought it was worth the wait. (sighs) Never worth the wait. When she finally arrived, I didn't recognize her at all. She came up to me and said, hey, great to meet you. I looked at her totally confused. She looked at least 10 to 15 years older than her photo, and if it wasn't for a tattoo on her arm that I recognized for her photos, I would never have believed it was her. She had not aged well, possibly used drugs or something to distort her face. (laughs) I'm a total gentleman. So I talked to her throughout the whole date, but then when she asked if I'd like to go out again, I politely declined. Um, How common is that, though, with dating apps? Does that happen with the guys, too? Yes. Okay. It's yes. I've been on a couple of dates where... I thought the guy looked like one way, and then when yeah. I saw him, I was like, okay, you've put on some weight since then. Oh, uh, yeah. Or you aged a little bit. These, yeah. these pictures are at least five these years old. These are old. old. These yeah. are, yeah. Update, update your photos, people. Yeah, that's actually been my policy for a while with the apps is... I definitely want to show have some pictures where it's I'm looking like real real fine, you of know. Of course, yeah. But then I also want to make sure to show pictures of like my whole body. Like, you know, like some that are just like only mildly flattering versus like you know my hottest pictures ever just because i want you don't want to like set the bar too high you know what i mean you want to like be able to like raise expectations as you go through the night not lower them (laughs) i like that yeah i like everything about that you should have a profile Uh with just with just your face recent yes a recent recent profile picture yeah on your dating even like the same haircut if possible yes and a full keep the beard (laughs) yes and a full body that way everyone knows what they're i i totally agree yeah i've had a lot where i'm just like oh disappointed yeah this <laughs> yeah. is this is my general rule the more they're hiding uh-huh. the more i 
like I worry about who the, who that person is. Oh, interesting. Like yeah. it maybe is bleeding over into other parts of their life. Yeah, like, like why how come they're how come the profile picture is like so close to the face? Like yeah. how come they're not showing the rest of their body? Like what are they trying to hide? Yeah, is it like insecurities? Exactly. Which isn't like the end of the world, but yeah, it's worth like taken into consideration oh yeah totally if they're like hyper insecure or whatever all right let's keep the spooky train going (laughs) yeah okay let's see (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yes i was set up on a blind date this girl actually asked my roommate to do it but she had a boyfriend so she sent me it was me and a guy who was just off his mission and and a married couple i didn't know anyone first we went to dinner and then the guy was on his phone the entire time after dinner, we went to Heber City to one of the couple's houses so we could play Wii. Once we got there, my date decided to leave and go hang out with his friends. He left me alone with the married couple and I knew no one else and I had no ride back home. About two hours later, my roommate's friend picked me up and took me home. <laughs> oh, so it was like a separate person that had to come and rescue her. Oh my gosh. Her. Oh so my you're gosh. like stranded and you have to wait for like... Not your date to take you home, but your roommate. What is up with people's dates ditching them? That's, like, not cool. That is not okay, yeah. If you're going on a date with a person, your expectation is to hang out with said person. Yeah. The majority of the date. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I I love that we're, like, reading these, these dating horror stories and we're giving, like... Our two cents and our, <laughs> yes. and our dating advice. <laughs> our judgments. Since we're so perfect. <laughs> and our judgments as well, yes. <laughs> okay. It's all free. <laughs> okay, this one's really good. Um, I was on my first date at BYU-Idaho as a freshman. We sat down and this guy immediately said how he knew I was meant to marry him and that he would like to get engaged in the next month. I was scared to death. I sat there politely and just nodded. I was a young girl who didn't know what to do. After eating, he took me back to my apartment where I proceeded to jump out of the car, say thank you, and run to my room. I never talked to him again. Oh, also I should mention I only met him two days before this date. Oh, so on the third day he was ready to get married. First date. (laughs) That story kills me because you hear things like this, but it just is so quintessential like BYU, BYU, Idaho for someone to be like, I know this you are my future you know what I mean and yes. just like mistaking any sort of like excitement or feelings they have about the, re- yes. the, re- the relationship or the date for like some sort of like revelation from God so yeah it's just like in that movie what's that what's that LDS movie um, where the guy's like, I think we met in the pre-existence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of those, like the singles award or one yeah. of those movies. Those are so good. Which, I love it. Which wasn't funny or relevant when back in the day. Yeah. But now is totally relevant and completely hilarious, like when you watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you like have been through that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Lo- yeah. Love those cheesy Mormon movies. Yeah, because that came out like when I was in high school or something and i remember my parents <laughs> laughing so hard at it and i was like well, that's kind of funny but now i get it <laughs> you're like you can't relate and now you're yeah. like yep i can't relate <laughs> oh gosh all right here's one one time halfway through a date i found out that the girl i was on the date with was a previous patient in a psych ward that i worked at <laughs> oh, but wait there's more this same person also went on another date and found out that his blind date was friends with... Hold on. Went on another date and found that was on a blind date with my friend's ex-wife. Okay, so he was on a blind date with his friend's ex-wife. 
Yeah, that's awkward. That's awkward. Oh, man. The no. psych ward one, though, is incredible. The psych ward one that is... That one's oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. That only happens in movies. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I was going on a first date with a nice guy from my ward, whom I didn't know well. We were going bowling. He picked me up from my house and said his car had been acting up. I suggested we take my car, but he insisted we take his. As we left my neighborhood, he said, Do you see that smoke coming out from under the hood? There was no smoke. He turned around saying he needed to take his car to the shop. It was 7 p.m. I again offered to drive so we could get to know each other, and he said that wasn't appropriate for a first date. So he took me home, walked me to the door, and said he had a good time, and he hoped we could go out again. I entered my house six minutes later, and my roommate and I were so confused. Talk about a short date. I was home in six minutes. To top it off, he texted later and asked if we could watch a movie together. I offered to go to his place because his car was broken, and we lived just a few minutes away from each other. He rejected my offer, saying we could just start a Netflix movie at the same time and watch it that way. Oh, like, they're at their own houses, but they're watching the Netflix movie. Oh, like, together? Yeah. Like, Like in together mode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I told him I appreciated the offer, but would prefer not to. That's a great option for long-distance relationships, but didn't make sense when we live so close. We didn't go out again. Okay, so this guy is having car troubles, but... He doesn't believe in the girl, like, driving on the date, basically. And so oh, gosh. <laughs> he takes her home. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. Okay, here's one of another poor soul who was ditched during her date. To start out with, he pulled up to my apartment and honked instead of coming to the door. Gentlemen, like I said before, <laughs> I should have turned him away at that point. We went to a Latin dance club, so that sounds fun. Yeah, for he sure. He danced one song with me and then ditched me for another girl whom he spent the rest of the night with. Oh my gosh, what is it with these people? Guys and girls. Total jerk, she put at the end. (laughs) I do not blame you. Yeah. Okay, I do have another story. Okay, let's hear it. (laughs) You're allowed. I'll allow it. No. (laughs) And it's it's gonna come off, oops, it's gonna come off as me painting me as the bad guy. But anyway, okay, so back in middle school, a friend of mine was working on the student council and she was responsible for organizing like one of our middle school dances uh-huh. and she like wanted to like go to the dance as well just not like you know organize it uh-huh. and so she asked me to be her date yeah now mind you i was in middle school so we weren't like technically like of age of dating age uh-huh. and so i had to get like special permission for my parents which they gave me yeah and so i went to this middle school dance with with this friend of mine and like I said, she was like on the student council, so she was busy like making sure that like the dance was going off without a hitch. Uh-huh. So she was like busy doing her job, and I was like, you know, on the dance floor talking with my buddies, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And we did dance a couple of times. During one slow song, she wasn't there because again, she was attending to like her, you know, dancing student council duties. And a random girl came up to me and asked if I would dance with her friend. Uh-huh. So like, I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll be a gentleman. Like, I'll dance with this, you know, random girl. It's fine. So I did, I danced with her with this one girl, a a random slow dance, random um, girl that I just met. And then like we parted ways. Meanwhile, my friend slash date saw me dancing with this girl, got upset, was crying in the girl's bathroom. And the teacher at the time, who was like a chaperone slash president of the student council, came up to me and told me that I needed to like 
fix this. Oh my gosh. Like I had like a grown <laughs> adult teacher tell me like, how dare you go apologize and fix this. Oh no. But in my mind, I thought I was being nice because I was dancing with another girl that didn't have like a date. Oh. And meanwhile, my my date saw me dancing with her and she got upset and she was crying and she eventually came out and I said, sorry, but yeah, so that, oh. that happened. Oh, Oliver. <laughs> You're a heartbreaker, dreammaker. Oh my gosh. All of her friends came up to me and told me what a bad person I was. I felt terrible. The date wasn't, yeah. <laughs> that was my first and last middle school date. <laughs> oh my gosh. Traumatic times. Traumatic for sure. times. Oh no. Oh man. I, I would... need you to tell more stories, Lindsay, about yourself. I oh, feel about like, myself? I feel like I'm telling. Well, I, I I'm revealing just... more about me. I was just thinking about our conversation earlier about like creepy guys in the ward and not taking hints and things like that yes so one of our friends shared this story that was blowing my mind so and actually not blowing my mind that much because i've had similar experiences but she was sitting in church and um she had like looked once or twice out into the foyer like the doors were open so she could see out there just to see like who was there or just looking around you know mm. i feel like i do that a lot like i look around and just see who's yeah. there especially if there's like movement and it catches your eye yeah, yeah for sure so then afterward this guy comes up to her uh she's sitting down still and he like kneels down and put it puts his hand on her knee and was like, I saw you staring into my eyes, like, while I was out in the foyer. No. And she <laughs> she was like, I was not doing that. I was just looking. And he was like, no, I, like, we, we were, like, staring into each other's eyes. And then he said, no. I think we should revisit me asking you out again. So he had already asked her out, and she had already said no. Oh, and no. He, and she said, I don't think that's a great idea. And he said, I'll text you. <laughs> and oh he God. did. <laughs> so even though she said no multiple times, yeah. he still was like, don't worry, I'll text He's you. He's like, no, no, we're in love. I don't think you... <laughs> oh my gosh, no. So many things are not okay with that story. Yeah. So many things. First of all, boundaries. You don't just touch any girl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so many issues. Which I had had... Oh, so, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I had had something somewhat similar where like someone didn't take no for an answer in the ward. Uh, I think he was my ministering brother, so I was, like, friendly toward him, like, when I first moved into the ward, I'd, like, invite him to, like, go hiking with friends or whatever. Just, like, very, you know, Mm -hmm. casual. Innocent. Innocent, yeah. And so at some point, much later on, um, like, had texted me and was like, I feel like, um, I missed my opportunity because you were interested in me and I didn't give you a chance and I regret that. So I wonder if you want to go out now. And I was like, actually, no, I just want to be friends. And I was not interested in you. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the funny thing was, like, he did not let that go. Like, a month or two later, he, like, texted me again. And he was like, yeah, remember when you were really interested in me? And I didn't, like, go for it? Oh, no. Would you consider going out now? And I was like, again, not not ever interested. And no, wow. <laughs> please stop texting me. <laughs> So in it was his, really bad. Oh, gosh. And let me say, like, I wish I could apologize for, like, all the men in, like, in the LDS, like, singles community. And I can't do that, but I'm doing this opportunity now. Like, I am so sorry. Because I this never, I feel like this doesn't happen to, like, guys in the ward. Like, the, these awkward, like, interactions, these awkward conversations, mm-hmm. I feel like only happen to the women of, of the ward. I feel like it does happen, <clears throat> but... um. And when it does happen, the guys 
Because I, for sure, have done things where I've, like, told a guy friend, like, hey, I'm actually interested in you, and then... I know for sure they felt really awkward about it because they're not used to rejecting girls. Like, it usually goes the other way around or something. So, I know it happens, but I feel like the girls are generally cool about it. But I guess sometimes you get, like, the ones that are a little (laughs) overeager or whatever. Yeah. And we talked about this before. Like, after you and some other friends were, like, telling us these, like, Mm -hmm. awkward conversations that they've had with guys at the church. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying, I don't know, like, how you guys keep coming back to church. Because you have to see those same people. Yeah. That, like, made those awkward comments or you had those awkward conversations Uh with. It does help to be in a relationship and have, like, a little buffer man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Buffer man. <laughs> it can be exhausting sometimes, like, going to activities and it's just, like, a lot of, like, guys. And, like, honestly, like, some of them are, like, on the spectrum or just have other issues. And so yeah. you got to, like, give them some, cut them some slack. But, like, just, like, having, like, all your time monopolized by someone who wants to talk to you and isn't, like, catching the hint that you actually want to go talk to other people or whatever. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to take a break from, like, activities where there's going to be, like, a lot of people that you haven't, like, personally chosen to be around, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so, yeah. yeah I could totally, like, understand that. It's a lot. That's, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. You, the ladies of the mid-singles ward, you're so patient. I do appreciate <laughs> that. And, again, like, apologize profusely for <laughs> the awkward men in our ward. So. Here's one that I think is kind of funny, and it okay. is short and sweet, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I dated a much older guy, like almost 20 years older. He looked younger than his actual age, but again, so did I. People would look at me like they were worried I was being trafficked. <laughs> no one ever directly said anything to me. Looking back now, though, maybe he was a bit too old for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am so judgy of those relationships. I know sometimes they work, but like, ugh. Ooh. When there's like an obvious age difference, especially when the guy guy's a lot older. Yes. Ugh. Or you see the couple and you're like, how did those two end up together? Yeah. Or how, how are those two making it work? How is that possible? Yeah. Especially <laughs> just the older men thing, because it's such like a stereotype to like leave your wife and go for like a younger version of her or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. And that's just like sad, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like clearly he's the sugar daddy or she's the sugar mama. Yeah. 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 And they're, like, way, way younger than them. So, okay. So is that, like, a bit of a stretch, dating someone who's 20 years older than you? I would think so, unless, like, one person's 60 and one person's 80, you know? Like, the older you get, the less the age gap matters. Mm. But obviously, like, 20 and 40 is a huge gap. 30, 50. Yeah, for sure. So you would never date a guy in his 50s? 56? No way. Yeah. Do you know the rule, though? It's, like, a generous rule. It's, like, half your age plus seven. Oh, I, yeah, I have heard that rule, yeah. Yeah, so girls, it would be, like, twice your age minus seven, I think. So for me, I'm 36, twice my age is, oh my gosh, math. Right. It's, like, 72 minus seven. That's, you like, said. 60. That can't be right. Times two. 72 two. minus... Seven. 65. No. So you should be able to date a 65-year-old. No. <laughs> okay, let's apply this rule to me. So, 34. Yeah. A, a times two. Uh, if you're looking for older guys, yeah. Okay. And then minus or plus? Minus seven. So minus 61. Seven. So yeah, so 61. That can't be it. That, yeah. Um, I don't like that. We'll, we'll revisit that rule or we'll just, <laughs> for, we'll just forget it altogether. What is your actual range? I would, I'm okay with dating anyone between the ages of 25 to 45. Okay. And 25 is still like kind of young to me. Okay. 
for a while, especially I'm 36. When I was 35, I was doing like 30 to 40 was kind of my range. Yeah. So within like a 10 year. Yeah. I'd probably go a little older, a little younger. I mean, 45 is a bit of a stretch for me. I mean, for sure. 40 is kind of like, ooh, I don't know. But yeah. like, I'm getting close to that age. So yeah. I guess I should be okay with it. It depends on the person too. Just like their personality and how old or young they seem, I guess. But yeah. I do appreciate having my sister was like 21 and this guy who was in her YSA uh, was taking her on dates and she found out he was 37. She thought he was like maybe late 20s mm-hmm. or something. 37. And, and she had, uh, like when she found out she had already like developed some interest. Mm-hmm. And so we remember like all talking to her about it. Like, is this a good idea? And something my siblings brought up, like my the siblings who were married, they said that it's nice to be able to like grow up with somebody. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like, so like experience, yeah, yeah, or just be able to like experience life together. Like obviously they're in like very different stages of life. She's like fresh, fresh off her mission, maybe just starting college, and he like had been in his career for a while. So it's nice to like yeah, grow up together, I guess, or experience life together versus being in different phases. But yeah, I don't know. I know some people make it work, and yeah, interesting. I just I would just I'll just judge them. <laughs> <laughs> judge from a distance. <laughs> Okay. There is... Okay, do you want to read the super long one? It's super long, but it's super, like, horrific. <laughs> Which one are we looking at? When I was in college, my roommates and I went to a boyfriend's apartment. Okay. It, it, it's one of those stories oh, where yeah. it's, it's kind of lengthy, but it's it just, lengthy it just, because so many terrible things happen. It just gets better, worse Yes, and worse. it gets worse okay. and worse. It okay, all happened in it. one evening. All right, go for it. When I was in college, my roommates and I went to my roommate's boyfriend's apartment to pick him up. His roommate answered the door, and my other roommate was smitten by him, so they decided to set up a double date. Well, the boyfriend's roommate had a friend that also wanted to come, so I got roped into it for a triple date. How often does that happen where they were like... Triple dates? Well, no, just like your friend's excited about someone, and they're like, come double with us. Yeah. I feel like that doesn't happen as often. Like maybe when you were younger, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not when you're older. I've had some bad dates that way, actually. Yeah. Because, like, my friend's excited, so they want to, like, be on the date forever. And you're like, I just want to go home. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're miserable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the boys came to our apartment to pick us up, and four of them rode in a car together, and I was in a car with my blind date. As we listened to the radio, he sang the Weird Al version of every song that came on, despite the normal version of the song being played. <laughs> <laughs> we went to go bowling, and I quickly found out my date was a terrible bowler and would bang his head against the table or wall. Every time he bowled a gutter ball, which was pretty much every frame. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. So he's, like, hurting himself. Oh, my gosh. That's so awkward. He also continued to sing Weird Al to every song that came on. Oh, like in the bowling alley. Since it it was a college town, there was a live DJ at the bowling alley on the weekends, and they would have contests to win gift cards throughout the night. It was my turn to bowl when they announced a contest, and it required a partner, so of course my date was partnered up with me. For the contest, I had to take my bowling ball and stand with one foot in each gutter facing the pins. I had to roll the ball back to my date, who then runs up and bowls under my legs, and if he knocks down the most pins, we win. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool, yeah. Keep in mind, he I said he was a terrible bowler, so I roll the ball back to him, and he runs up to bowl under my legs and hits me in the back of my thigh with the bowling ball. <laughs> Needless to say, we lost. <laughs> That's so awkward. After that, I just wanted to go home, but my roommates... Had more planned for the night, and things were going well with their dates, so we proceeded to the park in the dead of winter to make s'mores. Mm. My roommates clearly never started a fire before and only brought a bundle of wood and matches, but no kindling to start the fire. 
Yeah, that takes forever. The guys tried their hardest, but were not successful at starting a fire, so um, we could roast marshmallows. We were all held close together because it was cold outside, and we all had our heavy winter coats on. My date got bored and started striking matches just to watch them burn, but we were huddled so close together that he struck the match into my nice winter coat and burned a hole in it. Ugh. Oh, rude. This guy. This guy. We decided to get back into the car and leave, but one of my roommates ran off into the dark with her date, so we had to wait in the car for them to return. Oh my gosh, and it's cold. <laughs> Again, more weird owl singing ensued as we waited. They took so long that we decided to drive around to find them. When, while driving, we found an abandoned fire and decided to get out and make s'mores. While roasting marshmallows, my date caught his on fire and decided to swing it back and forth and put, to put out the fire. While swinging back and forth, his marshmallow flew off and went right past my head. Oh my gosh, oh, that's so scary. this person. At that point, everyone returned and we decided to call it a night and go home. As you guessed it, my date sang Weird Al, <laughs> Weird Al, all the way back to our apartment. My roommates still owe me for dragging me along on this horror story of a date. That's so good. Oh, your roommates Slow owe clap you. for that. I was going to say this guy owes you, but it also I was like, no, never see this guy ever again. Yeah. So like, leave him, leave him be. Out of the picture, yeah. Oh my but yeah, gosh. They do. Owe. That sounds like the date from hell. <laughs> Just so bad, the weird house. <laughs> I love it. And, like, everything <laughs> keeps happening to her. Yeah. Like, oh, I can only imagine the bruise that was on her thigh after that. Oh, my <laughs> oh, gosh. No. And her coat. That uh, that kills... Uh, that would, I would be so mad. Right? Because coats are, like... Expensive. You wear them every day. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, her friends are having, like, a blast, and she's, like, miserable. Oh, my gosh. I'd be so mad. <laughs> Here's another triple date one. And like you said, like people don't go on like triple dates anymore. But anyway, yeah. I was invited to a triple date. The other two girls canceled, but my date didn't tell me. I showed up and both the other guys were there, but I was the only girl. So it was like a polyamorous date where we all had dinner together and then played games after. Very weird. <laughs> That's so good. So it's like one girl and three guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're and all like, wow. hey. So they're like, so, where are you from? And they just, like, take turns asking her questions about her life. <laughs> that's, that's almost, like, intimidating. It's like it's like a job interview with, yeah. like, three people. Yeah, with a panel. Oh, a my gosh. A panel, that's the word. Oh, my heck. Okay, I got this one. I told a guy I was, I was dating that he could stick around after my birthday party, and he said he'd rather not because tomorrow was laundry day. That sums up the entire relationship. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, do you want to stay after? Uh, sorry, <laughs> tomorrow's laundry day. <laughs> okay, so my my youngest brother went on a date, and he he thought he was like his day was having a good time, but then his date said, "Oh, like would it, would it be okay if you like drove me home? It's getting kind of late, and you know yeah. tomorrow's like Sunday, so I want to be like refreshed for church." Yeah. And my brother was like, "Yeah, sure, like no problem." And he like proceeds to drive her home, not realizing, and he like. It, it was Friday. Yeah. Like, the date was Friday, and she was saying, I want to go home so I can get sleep for church on Sunday. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he was like, well, okay then. Oh, my gosh. Like, so I, I just, I, I always think that's funny that, like, <laughs> she didn't realize, like, what the day was, and she used that excuse, and he was like, okay, sure, I'll take you home, because obviously you're not having a good time oh like I gosh. am. Oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. Yeah, way to pick up on the hints. Right? These stories are 
hilarious. Yeah, they're I gold. Mean, they're gold. I, I mean, I'm sorry to call them hilarious because they are. But like, <laughs> if I were in your shoes, I would be. I would be so upset. Yeah. And very distraught. So I'm glad that these stories <laughs> did not happen to me. And I'm glad we can all commiserate together because we've all been on bad dates. Yes. Maybe one too many, and hopefully, like there'll be some good things down the road that made all this terrible dating worth it. Right. If not, at least we have something to laugh about. Yes. Yeah. So when you're celebrating Halloween this year and you've run out of ghost stories to tell, share these terrifying bad date stories. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Much spookier. (laughs) (laughs) Much spookier because these happened in real life. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for the submissions. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. All right. Happy Halloween. Woo.